800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden is putting forward a plan aimed at helping folks recover economically from the coronavirus pandemic. That plan includes a refundable tax credit of up to $15,000 for families to buy their first home. The former vice president also says he wants to help small businesses out. Economic advisor to President Trump, Stephen Moore, reacts on Fox News to the Biden plan. It is pure tax and spend, Steve. Generally cloudiness with mostly dry conditions. Early morning tomorrow, 70 to about 80. Now tomorrow again, rounds of thunderstorms a possibility, if not likely, as we go to the midday and afternoon hours. Mostly clouds build back through the day in the afternoon highs into the upper 80s. Rain chance going down. Finally, high pressure taking over, squelching the afternoon storms and also allowing more sunshine. Thursday, Friday, isolated if any storms, the highs beach day go to about lower 90s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Yeah, it's uh, all coming down on us again, but just for a second and then going away. It's raining again on, here in New Orleans. Uh, or it was, and uh, they're talking about uh, a mild uh, oh, no. high Tom, storm. Tom heard uh, a hurricane is in the works. Yeah, uh -oh. I don't think there's going to be much. But uh, you never can tell. you got to pay attention to these things. But I hardly have to tell you that wherever you are, it's uh, fine for me to be are. That's how I feel about it anyway. And glad that you are nearby and uh, <clears throat> whatever it is that you've spent most of your day on and over the weekend or whatever. Uh, share it with us, would you? Our program is called The Food Show. And that's, it just adds it right on there and tells you exactly what we're trying to do in here. Yeah, what we like is food. Now, you've got to eat to live, of course, but there are wells to, uh, uh, wells to do it badly ways of taking it. Yeah. It's not all out there and, or, or will be. It is all out there. It's out there <clears throat> if you go get it. That's what we want to encourage you yep. to do. We want to encourage you to go get it. I'm Marianne. That's Tom. We're the Fitzmorrises. It's the food show. Give us a call. 556-9696 is the number. Mm -hmm. So yesterday we were talking about uh, we, were we were talking about Henry getting more involved in the show and about uh, how we were going to arrange for Henry to be more involved in the show. And while this is not the official time for Henry to be involved in the show, which, I mean, which is always welcome, of course, but the specific time, we are going to have Henry tell us what he would like to eat and try to direct him to places that he should go and get that. I started thinking about that segment and how we were going to direct him first to Mosca's, which is a an iconic <coughs> place outside of the city 
And I was starting to think about all of the particularly special places here for one reason or another and wondering what would be on my list, your list, Tom's list. So what is some, if you would call us, we'd love to hear from you. What places would you say if a person, like, like I got a text this morning from a restaurateur in town. And he actually is on the North Shore. He lives on the North Shore. But he had some friends who are in the business who were passing through town. And he asked me for recommendations for seafood and traditional New Orleans food for one meal in town today for these guys. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought about that for a second. And I thought, okay, so where would I send these people? And I haven't met these people. So are you saying we have a call already, no. Henry? No. No, not you, Tom. Not that I've seen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I've got, I've got Tom saying that as, as with some certitude like he knows. Okay. Um, anyway, I suggested to him for seafood, I put Mosca's on the list because I think it is, they have some seafood, but it's just such an iconic place. If you're passing through town and you want a place that's an experience, that's impressed me recently. And we don't usually go there, but when we do, it always impresses me. I put Jack Dempsey's on the list. Tom will probably scream at that. Well, uh, I don't. It's, it's a classic well, it's, it's a scene. It's a it's a New Orleans through and through kind of place. Uh, very much so, yeah, and yeah. inexpensive, huge. I figured he food. wouldn't be upset about going into the neighborhood, so you know. Well, I, I don't tell people what to do. I tell no, them not what you. I'm talking about the guy that texted me asking that question this morning. Yeah. So, so I put that on the list. I would have had to me that would have been settled quickly with Blue Crab had they been open but they're not until the weekend. So that was mm. out of the question. And um, I put risottos on the list because it has, it has good seafood, like great charcoal oysters and all. It's traditional. It's the New Orleans Italian, but it's still New Orleans with you know kind of those kind of dishes. Um, and I thought he was looking for someplace upscale, but the place that I really wanted to send him after all of this was done was the galley. The galley on the galley Metairie, on Metairie on Road, Metairie because Road, yeah. it's 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 nice enough. It's in a good local neighborhood. It's got great food, like really great food, and um, it's got some traditional dishes. But seafood was the first thing that he said. So that I came in with that after I had given him the original list. So he texted me this morning and said that they wound up at Station 6, which is a fantastically good restaurant, but not Station six? does not fit the description that he gave me, which was seafood oh, well, we'll with some traditional that. dishes. And his response to Station 6 and what he texted me this morning was that it was definitely not classic, but it was an interesting spin on the classics, which is exactly what I would, how I would describe Station Six. I mean, there's no disputing that they are tremendous talents there. Well, Nor is it in dispute that it's a cool little place. But 
if I'm thinking seafood traditional New Orleans for people who are stopping over for one meal, it wouldn't have been on my list. So I'd be curious to see. Now that we've got Henry as our guinea pig for this. Henry? <laughs> yeah. Where, what places would you send someone to give them a representation of what this place is all about? What New Orleans is about all about? Well, and... the New Orleans food scene, mm -hmm. you know, what, what, places have impressed you or really made you kind of take a wow that was something that you would say to someone if you got a text like I got this morning yesterday actually after the show I need to go to one place these people are stopping through they've not been here if you could pick a restaurant that most succinctly encapsulates what we're about, what would that be? Encapsulates, what's that? Encapsulates. Hmm. Uh-huh. Well, if you were Makes coming- Makes it a tidy capsule, yeah. If you came to New Orleans, the first thing I would think to tell you, uh, assuming that you have open ideas, is to get to the seafood sections of the city. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what he wanted. Not, mm -hmm. not uh, necessarily everything seafood, everything uh, made the same way. Uh, but if you start eating the seafood, you find that this is food that you can't get in the rest of the country. And you have yes. to put some work in it even at that. So uh, it, it takes a little bit extra. But this is what everybody who gets worked up into seafood, this is what they get excited about. And the, that includes even people who eat this kind of stuff every day of their lives with uh, friends and, and all of that. You mean like New Orleanians who do? Like, so you, yeah, so you thought the Jack Dempsey's idea was a good one? Uh, yeah, I think that's the kind of place that I thought personally so. yeah. it doesn't get me particularly because everything I've ever had there is food that I've had there over the years some kind of way or other. But uh, I don't hold any animosity about that. Uh, if it tolls people on... Uh, to just sit down and uh, looking around and listening to jazz music, maybe if I, you're lucky. I don't think so. It doesn't have like no. a jukebox there. That's kind of no. a jukebox well, kind of place. Jukebox <laughs> just came up. Well, it depends on what the what the jack is. Okay, and we have to take a break. So okay. let's let's take a break, and we will be back right after these messages. Everybody, think about it. So I'm really kind of curious to hear what other people would say. Five five six nine six nine six. One of my favorite roast beef poor boys isn't a poor boy place at all. DiMartino's is a wonderful restaurant with traditional Italian food and excellent fish and chicken dishes, as well as the muffalettas for which they are known. With three locations on the West Bank that are more casual, the Covington restaurant feels upscale with good food and great prices. It's a winner. DiMartino's Covington, Marrero, Algiers, and Terrytown. DiMartino's.com.
Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. Bistro Orleans, it's back with its familiar classic New Orleans cuisine in a casual setting serving only Louisiana oysters and always wild-caught Des Almonds catfish. And the seafood boat, Carnival Time Lounge, has happy hour Wednesday through Friday. Bistro Orleans is open daily for lunch at 11, dinner Wednesday through Sunday. Bistro Orleans, 3216 West Esplanade in Metairie, 304-1469. Night and day, you are the one. I'm glad it gets those new like ones the, in there. I like the voice. Yeah, me too. Uh, anyway, go see Chef Archie Siraj at Bistro Orleans. It's great to have him back. That's a good place when that's where you're going to find the seafood boat that we were talking about last week. Let's go to mm-hmm. Ron, Ron, the gourmet waiter. Ron is here? Mm-hmm. Oh, we are hey. certainly um, blessed. Good afternoon. Where My is pleasure, he? Well, Tom. Thank you. How are you all oh. doing today? Uh, thank you very much. It's great to be here with you or anybody else, but you are a good one. So uh, thank you for being here. What's going on? Having a nice day? A uh, great day, actually. Just finished up some welding, and uh, I was just welding. listening to the show. And uh, Yeah, I, I, I'm a welder, and I, uh, I was going to answer Mary Ann's question, okay? Now, good. being a okay. local, I, I'm not going to name a restaurant, but I'm going to name the type of place that I think I would direct this guest to. And okay. it's very simple. I'm looking for a place that has some fried seafood, some not fried seafood. I want to see jambalaya, red beans and rice, probably two gumbos, shrimp etouffee, uh, shrimp creole, crawfish etouffee, but I also want to see po'boys. They have to have po'boys, otherwise I'm not sending my guests there. So I'm going to give you some examples. Um, Let's say uh, Bozo's out in Metairie. I know Mr. Ed uh, has that now. That would be a perfect one. Uh, Nola yeah. Po' Boys, uh, Mr. B's Bistro. I'm assuming they have, uh, I don't know if they have Po' Boys, but if they did, that, I'd, I'd send you there. But that's basically it. You know, maybe the galley, uh, just someplace that, that's got all the seafood, but you've got to have the Po' Boys, too. Because if they left town and somebody said, how was that Po' Boy? I heard you in New Orleans. And they said, oh, they didn't have them on the menu. I'd be yeah. like, they sent you to the wrong place, pal. Well, you know what? I I... I think that Mr. B's, you know what, I love Mr. B's. Mr. B's is one of my favorite, favorite, favorites. Um, but I don't know that I would do that with a person that's passing through for one meal. I don't know, because first of all, I don't think you can get a poor boy there. I don't think they no. have poor boys at Mr. B's. It's not that kind of place. And, and Mr. B's is a restaurant that, while I absolutely adore it, and that's kind of like a go-to place for birthdays. You could get Mr. B's in another city. I know that may sound blasphemous to say, but you could. You could. There's a lot of a lot of choices for a lot of things here. Uh, you know. Okay. Uh, to give you an example. I mean, I'm not. We're just we're just having a conversation. I'm not saying you're wrong. We There's don't. nobody that's wrong. I'm just saying I I agree with a lot of that, but I don't know that I would 
put Mr. B's on that list. If they had I would beg him to stay for another meal boys. and put Mr. B's on that list. What? If I they said, had po'boys, if you? they don't I, have I, I po'boys, I wouldn't send you to Mr. B's. Anyway, go ahead, yeah. Tom. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think they do have poor boys. Yeah. That's kind of a down that's kind of a, a little downscale for them, you know? Sure. It would make a great special. We're though. hearing some of it right now. I can't hear it. But uh, okay, so it's um Okay, so all right, but I appreciate that list. I think that's a good list. And uh, Mr. B's is one of those restaurants that I would say in this city is in a class by itself. Would you say that? Oh, sure. Absolutely. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna having now, been there and watched it all develop, uh, all it enveloped in it. And uh, something wrong? No, go ahead, babe. Just go ahead. Uh, as I went through that for the first time, as everybody else did too, uh, eating fish that had been grilled on a really pretty hot grill. And it was something we had not seen before. Uh, some people had heard about it. It was the hip thing to do, but it wasn't uh, something that turned everybody in the same terms that uh, they would have to now have this every time you walk into the place. But it, uh, things like that kept growing off Mr. B's and other restaurants like it. Can't they were say. trendsetter. They were definitely trendsetter. And they got in there and sat down and people started coming in and and then uh, now what? And here we are. Next thing that came. All right. Thank you, Ron. Did you have anything else? Uh, one quick thing. Uh, okay. One quick so thing, you'd, but you'd, take you'd your time. You'd have to have po' boys. You'd have to have the soups, the etouffees, the gumbos. And like I said on the seafood, you have to have seafood that's available either fried or not fried. Because if they don't eat fried seafood, they miss out on half the menu. Anyway, great show. Y'all have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank See you, Ron. I kind of feel show. like fried seafood is something that we have to, uh, you have to almost have to eat in um, New Orleans. Even though you may not ordinarily eat fried seafood, it's probably something that you should experience here. I mean... The only reason not to eat fried seafood is that it's not really all that good for you, but it's great. So why would you, if you eat seafood, why would you not want to eat fried seafood? I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to beat in terms of just oh, yeah. something to well, eat. Well, the, the, the simple uh, aspect of the all of the warm, hot seafood that's what I, I think makes it really excited to most people. Most people have not engaged this. Of course, this yeah. is uh, this is something well, I mean, we you know. have on our own, and so uh, hey, don't get over there and eat the, the hamburger for this. You know, unless you've got to have it. Well, no, of you course, and, and if you had to have it, that wouldn't be something. There, you know, but it's uh, it's not as easy as it all sounds. Yeah. But we we do pretty well with it, if I can say yeah. so. Yeah. All right, so that's the question that I just wanted to throw out. If we, uh, if you had, if you've been thinking since we were talking to Henry about places we need to send Henry, uh, it's funny. It's funny that the next, you know, thing that I got after the show was another request for the same kind of thing. So I just started thought. I started thinking about places, you know, that are unique experiences to send people in New Orleans. Let's go to who's on the line. Gregory. Gregory, welcome to oh, the food show. Hello. Nice having you. Hello, hey, hello, Tom. Hello, Arian. Hey, poor Henry. You know, he's going to have a long list at the end of this. 
A young long list? <laughs> no, he, no, he's going to have a long list after you're done with this poor guy. He says, I was talking to him on the phone off air, and he, it's pretty cool. We we have a pretty good connection because I was in San Diego for many years in the Navy, and his father was a Marine up in Oceanside. So that's kind of cool. It's a kind of kind of, but Muscas is a great place to oh, get. Oh, hold on, like, real quick. Thank, let me let me just uh, interrupt you. I just want to clarify. I did live next to Pendleton, but my father wasn't a Marine. I don't want to claim that. Oh, 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 that's right. Okay, Henry lived next to Pendleton, but his father wasn't. I, my uncle was a Marine. That's what I meant to say. So I misspoke. Hello, are you guys there? Yeah, we're here. Hello. Okay. Yeah, I think Moscow's, we're, we're just chugging along here. You getting it? I think Mosca's is a great place to give Henry a little insight into what restaurants used to be like, because God knows there's very few of them left. But, I mean, um, I think the oysters they do, that, that, that a baked oysters dish, and it, and it always drives them crazy when, whenever I go there because I, I, I order the baked oysters without the crab meat. I don't know if you guys remember, I do not eat crab meat. It's a weird thing about me. I'm from New Orleans. I cannot stand crab meat. It's weird. Mm, I know. That's a pity. It's, is this just something over you it. have on a walking down the street kind of thing that you don't like? <laughs> I mean, it's not like I think you're no, crazy No, no, no. Most of this is uh, very accommodating. They just won't put the crab meat on top and just add extra breadcrumbs and garlic and olive oil. And, and the oysters come out and a little cheesy and just delicious. Henry, yeah, i got to get the oysters mosca. Um, you know, I, don't, I like, didn't like them. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I – and I do ah, love baked oysters dishes. But I, I, did, I was I underwhelmed by that. <laughs> I know how much Tom loved them for for, yeah. for years. Mm-hmm. He used to advertise them. And there's a there's another place he should go for a, for a really good poor boy. You know, go to the one of those old mom and pops. I mean, uh, you know, you still got Domelises. Thank God they're still there. Although they have weird rules about what they put on their poor boys. But the poor boys are delicious. And you got Johnny's in the French Quarter. Yeah, um, Johnny's, of course. Yeah. Johnny's is just just spectacular. And you can't beat the roast beef poor boys at either um, um, Giolando's or R&O's out in Bucktown. I mean, they're different styles, but they're just all delicious. I mean, you can't stop eating. You think you're only going to eat a half of a poor boy, but you end up ordering a whole. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. but, now, um, you like the poor boys at R&O's? I do like the Italian roast beef, and that's probably one of the. And I like their pizza, and they do a thing called the Arno Special, which is meatball and Italian sausage. So there's three things that I really like there. But other than well, that, that Arno oh, has the look, that's for sure. But I've never yeah. been a fan of the food so much. Well, they do that seeded Italian loaf instead of like a traditional French bread. Yeah. It's a seeded uh-huh. Italian loaf, and 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 I find it holds the uh, sandwiches up well, especially when you got a. A poor boy like me, I get it with lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, and the Arno Special has meatballs and Italian sausage on it all mixed in, and it kind of holds it together, whereas uh, like a Leidenheimer might fall apart and get all mushy. Yeah, but, um, oh, no, I, that, I definitely love the seeded Italian loaf, and I'm sorry to the, for the purists, but I don't feel like the French bread that's, oh. that's out there now is really all that good. Well, well, food wait, show. if I'm going to have a traditional roast beef, is he going away, boy? Tom? He's, we're having he wasn't friends. planning to go away. I don't think. He, uh, we have a oh. friend who's just uh, moving over. Hey, uh, if uh, you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. I, I, I thought you were making me move Do over. Me a favor. Where's the other microphone Do me a favor. at? <laughs> yeah, we're here, we're here trying to get a phone uh, one number on the air here for just a second. Uh, okay. So where were? Did we? you have anything else, Gregory? 
No, I just I I just want you guys to guide Henry on the good culinary trail of New Orleans. But, oh, I, and I didn't mention Pascal Manali's. Uh, yes, yeah. Pascal's Manali is definitely definitely. Gotta go there. I mean, uh, there's like a hundred restaurants I could name, but um, I think I touched a few, didn't I? <laughs> you know, I didn't. Anyway. I didn't put Pascal's Manali on the list because I don't really think of Pascal's Manali as a seafood place, but it's certainly got enough. Oh, seafood. it is. Oh, you kidding me? One of the best yeah. oyster bars in town. Tom, come to my rescue here. Yeah, yeah. I know the feeling, uh, but. Uh, what they do? Yeah, and it's got the it's got the whole vibe to it. I mean, I yeah, um, well. I was, I was intrigued that they wound up at Station Six, and Station Six did oh, cross my mind. Six. But That's if you're here for oh. one day, I think you want a Pascal's Manali or or you know one of those like Dempsey's even. Although that food is not as good as you know All right. something well. else. Well, I love Allison Vega. It's a whole package, her. you know. It's a whole it, package. Yeah, it's a whole package. Well, yeah. maybe I'll maybe uh, I'll just take Henry along for a little uh, <laughs> culinary tour one of these days. Anyway, so long. My kid. goodness, Henry! I think you're being adopted by all the callers. I feel very flattered. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pregnant enough what, pause. I was a little worried what what he was thinking. I guess he's going. All right. I think Gregory's gone. This is, is Gregory the food gone? show. I think he's gone. Yeah. And I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and it's great to be with here, talking with you, uh, with as many people as we can get in who have something I don't interesting. Know, do we have? I think we do have another call, though. Do we? Do we? Uh, I would like to think so, but I couldn't tell you a name. Who is on hold here? Uh, I, I can't. Just but keep going, Tom. Yeah, give us a buzz, somebody. Two six zero. Nope, Tom. Oh, there it is nope, again. Nope, Sorry. Nope. 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 Five five six nine six nine six. Nine six nine. Five five six nine six nine six. So that's what I thought we would do today, um, because we. I'm intrigued by the idea. Uh, I'm always amused now when um, I see lists like this out there, which have none of the classic places and all of the newest hip places that have been around for a year but won't be there in two years. And I would be extremely annoyed if I had been given that advice uh, and, and wasted a meal or two in New Orleans on a place like that. We are looking for the classic, iconic places that make New Orleans what New Orleans is and make New Orleans so very famous for its food. So um, I'm glad that they wound up at Station 6. That food was good. He's a restaurateur. The other people were restaurateurs. I'm sure they appreciated that. But um, I was thinking more in terms of a little more of the, of the old guard uh, the the classics out there. All right, we're going to stop now for a few minutes for the bottom of the hour news with the Louisiana Radio Network. Oh. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Jeff Palermo. The state reported 69 more COVID-19 deaths today, bringing the statewide total to 3,769. Louisiana's Health Department also reported 1,700 new cases, but for the third time in four days, the state reported fewer COVID patients in the hospital. Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser stopped by Talk Louisiana with Jim Inkster today and said last weekend broke a record for the number of visitors to Louisiana State Parks. We've got over millions of people that are going to our websites, the museums, the state parks. We give you a mask. We constantly wiping things down so you can do those things safely. 
Xavier University in New Orleans has received a $20 million donation from an anonymous person. Xavier President Dr. Reynold Verrett calls it a historic contribution. It is the largest individual gift that the Xavier has received. The Associated Press suggests a donation may have been made by Mackenzie Scott, the former wife of Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, LRN. If you love Zydeco music, let the good times roll smoke-free. If you love winning, let the good times roll smoke-free. If you love karaoke but sing off-key, let the good times roll smoke-free. If you love Louisiana and our distinct way of life, it's time to protect the air it breathes. Whether you're living it up or making a living, people everywhere deserve smoke-free bars and gaming venues. Do your part to support a smoke-free Louisiana. Are you a Louisiana small business? State Treasurer John Schroeder here. I believe small business is the backbone of Louisiana's economy. If you're struggling to stay afloat during this pandemic, the Louisiana Department of Treasury is here to help. With the Main Street Recovery Grant Program, you are not alone, and you can apply for this grant for your business today. You support our workforce, Louisiana, and we support you. The Louisiana Main Street Recovery Grant Program. Support when you need it. Apply now at LouisianaMainStreet.com. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. You know, it seems like that's a different one, but I don't think it is. Uh, and I maybe I'm starting to hear things. Anyway, 556-9696 is the number. We have Stan Meadows coming up at 3 o'clock. Meadows he at 3 o'clock? Busy, busy, busy out there in Colorado. I got his pinto beans in the mail. It's a really cool package that looks like what it is, which is a uh, a local grower with a cool little western. I think it's even called western something. It's um, it's like a burlap. And it's a pound of pinto beans, which I can't wait to crack into. We are going to be giving some of his things away if he sends it. I told him to send an extra one of whatever it is he is inclined to send so that I can give it away on the show for people who, like me, are very interested in Stan's escapades as he traverses our country. So he'll be on at 3 and I don't know that he's done his um, Wyoming, I, th I think he's not left yet for the Wyoming fair. But anyway, um, he's going to be talking about what he's been up to for the last week, a lot of which is peach butter. And he's going to have with him, uh, I guess Jim is going to call in. We've had Jim on the show before. Um, He's with he's the Jim Richard is the executive or corporate chef for the group that Stan is still part of as far as Trinas goes, and they have an update on Trinas, which is one that is sorely missed while it's in the COVID hiatus. It's part of the Intercontinental Hotel, and they decided to close pending the movements of the hotel. So there's an update, which I don't know what that means. Anyway, 556-9696, five, five, six, 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 that's coming up at 3 o'clock. So we've been talking on the show so far about classic restaurants for that unique New Orleans experience for someone who is here for only one meal. And as I mentioned before, I got 
thinking about this because we were talking about sending Henry out on an eating expedition. And then mine texted me right after the show looking for a place to take people here for one meal only last night. So if you had that same question posed to you, what sort of advice would you give to the person who is looking for the quintessential one-time only New Orleans experience? It would not be Commander's Palace, I'll tell you that. Uh, well, it, it would depend on what kind of person you are and what kind of tastes you have. How there much are money some people <laughs> who would slap down Commander's Palace and say, you know, I don't really care about that fancy stuff. And then uh -huh. you have some that uh, can give or take a little bit on their restaurant because they can write off some of the super portion that raises a super portion too. And uh, why uh, don't they get that together? And or Well, Commander's is one of those in a class by themselves restaurants. Yeah. Commander's is a unique experience, I would say, worldwide. I think that Commander's and I'm not a fan of the food. I'll say that. I've said it many times on the show. I know that's blasphemy, but I've said it many times what on the show. What don't you like there? It's too gourmet for me. I just, I, I, don't, I don't get it. But what I do get about Commanders is the uniqueness of the experience. I'm, I've dined a lot in a lot of restaurants all over the world. And it is unique in its approach to the experience. Um, it's not, it's not pretentious. I don't think I would pretentious. No. I would call it glamorous New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And it's about the service there to me. It's about the service. The fact that you have what, three or four waiters waiting on you is just one thing in, in and of itself. Um, but I, I'm impressed with the way you are welcomed there. I've never seen anything like it, and I find it something that would leave an impression on you, for sure. I mean, you literally are at the door by every waiter in the place. It's pretty amazing, and not only the waiters, but the, the guys who meet you at the front door, and uh, they have no real function but they they're make greeters. You, they're all greeters. Yeah. yeah the feast, the feeders. That's the, what they call the nut feeders. The I'm greeters. Sorry, the but, greeters. But yeah. their, their role is to make you feel like you are the most important person in the world. And, and that's, you are in that case. That is, that's different. That's mm -hmm. different from what you get in my case, any place else I've ever been. Mm -hmm. Now there's the Royce in Pasadena where that's a pretentious restaurant. The Royce in Pasadena. The Royce in Pasadena, but it lives up to its pretentiousness. The food is spectacular, and everything else about the experience is unique. But there are not many restaurants that you can say, well, that's just its own thing. Revolution is another one. Although, Revolution is, I'm trying to think of how I would describe Revolution. I like the food. I like everything about it, but but it's just one of those really outstanding restaurants. It's like they do everything to the max, 
But the only thing about revolution that you would say, woo, I've never seen that before, is the little jewel box of chocolates at the end. Never seen that before. I'll probably never see that again. That's unique to revolution. Mm -hmm. But but the one, the commander's welcome is unique to commanders. They do. We all the same people, kind of. Uh, no. But there are... Uh, no, they're not the same people. Hmm? Not the same people at all. Or the commanders and the Brennan's people are... Yeah, those are the same people. Yeah, yeah. But not revolution. That's John Foles. Okay. Yeah, John Foles. Yeah. But anyway, these are all exemplary. Like you have your you have your August, which is a wonderful, fabulous, top of the line restaurant. But then there are other restaurants that are also wonderful, fabulous, top of the line restaurants. It's just a great dining experience. But then every now and then there's like, whoa, that's something I'm not seeing before. And that's commanders. Although I would not send a person coming to New Orleans. For the first time, for one time, I would not send them to commanders. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair enough. And uh, I think it's a good move. Uh, but unless you have somebody with your gang who just goes bag overhead uh, for atmosphere. Then, then there, there are some people who think that way. And well, I'd go bag overhead for atmosphere. Well, there you go. But I still so. wouldn't send someone to commanders for one minute. In New Orleans. If you're dropping in for one meal, it would not be commanders. Uh, it would not be commanders. Uh, I think that's legitimate, but uh, on every level, but things like wine, their wine collection. Actually, it wouldn't be muskets either. So, <laughs> it's so far out uh, compared with anything in really the world except. Uh, Wait, what are we talking about? The wine? The, the wines uh, as commanders? an aspect at Commander's Palace. Oh, well, that's Dan. They're that's him all right but uh, it's so good and their uh, collection of wine is so extreme mm -hmm. that uh, it makes a, an impression on everybody. Well, they make a big deal out of that I mean they have they have Dan yeah. the sommelier uh -huh. who's been there forever and uh, and will be there forever I'm sure and you know that's a thing with them and and the wine is a big deal you know but wine is kind of getting to be I think more people are going toward the Marcello approach to wine than the commander's approach to wine. Yeah. Well, they always have kind of been like that. Well, I think um, people are saying to themselves, you know, I'm going to go to a place if I want wine. I'm going to go to a place where there's a great value for wine. But regardless, I mean, you, you go to commanders for a various, a bunch of reasons. And they're probably all connected. You know, they're, yeah. they're all part of the experience. Well, let's see. How do we get on that? I don't um, know, because I, I was, I've just been thinking about sending Henry places, and then I had to send some other friends, you know, and I just have been thinking, what are the most iconic restaurants in New Orleans? Go ahead. What? Well, uh, here, when, when you're moving around New Orleans and trying to figure out uh, what it's like, what you, what you think is the thing to look at, uh, there, there are so many possibilities there. But uh, there are some of them that are so far out possibilities that it's, you can hardly figure out where you where you are, uh, and that came up in what you just said. But what came to my mind is something that happened uh, to us. It was on a day or a day or two. What's that? Uh, there's a place called the Bistro. Oh, we, no, we talked about that yesterday, Tom. Yeah, well, we talked no, about Bistro. I uh, haven't heard that place. <laughs> discussed on the radio 
Ever. Yeah, because you hated it until you went well, yesterday, and I, now it's your favorite place. But I mean, it's not really good enough to be a, a favorite place. It's certainly not good enough to talk about twice. What? What? What's the first one? Bistro word? Byron's. Who? Bistro. Bistro. No, as in I'm going to go to a French bistro. Yeah. Bistro. B i s t r o. Bistro. I Byron's. got that part of it. Byron. Byron. Yes. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I think this is worth bringing up because, again, I tell you, I've been doing this show for, yeah, what is it, 80 years. years or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I this, is a, <laughs> this is, was a restaurant, this uh, Fistro, a Bistro and the... Oh, Byron's, yeah. I don't yeah. get it yet, yeah. yeah. Byron, I'm going to say Byron, French. okay. Yeah, what is it, Tom? Go ahead. What is it? No, just say it. Go ahead. Uh, it was right next door to, among, among other things... I had one of the... Uh, Carmelo. It was, Carmelo was yeah. right next door to us. It was, yeah. Uh -huh. And so we were involved with them a pretty good bit. Yeah. And then there were a lot of people who were lived in that whole... Uh, Shamir, uh, yeah. Uh -huh. the, uh, that, uh, they would go over there and it would take you back a little bit because it seemed compared with what you were getting from uh, our friends the older guy who's been Carmelo, there. Carmelo, mm -hmm. Carmelo, and uh, it it always felt. You're like, not trying to say that Bistro Byron's is as good as Carmelo was, are you? Oh no, no, Carmelo okay, was I'm Carmelo glad. is I'm a really terrible. Glad start worrying about it, it. No, Carmelo was really a terrific uh, yeah. restaurant. Yeah, and I got to know uh, uh -huh. the Carmelos, Carmelo and his buddy. Mm -hmm. uh, all very, very nice people and very skillful yeah. from Italy. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to take a break. Uh huh. Oh, we're taking a break. Before you get in all trouble. Right. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to ask a little more about that. Go ahead. That. Go ahead. We're finish no then. Go ahead. Finish. Finish. Uh, well, we'll take it after the break. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll be, be back. back with more of the food show in a moment. But first, please, this. Annadelle's Plantation is a stately bed and breakfast with beautiful grounds and two gorgeous rooms upstairs. It's a great getaway. The food here is that familiar Louisiana cooking inspired by Galatoire's with reasonable prices. A welcoming and cozy dining room and very special bar make this a hidden gem. Annadelle's Plantation, 71518 Chestnut Street, Covington, 985-809-7669. I remember the day when someone at the radio station brought me a bottle of Cousin's salad dressing. It was made by a young couple in small batches, and it was delicious. I was proud to have them sponsor my show just as I am now, but the line has expanded since then to include an olive oil, an herb vinaigrette, fresh salsa, and blue cheese, as well as an original Creole tomato, a delicious dressing that also makes a great quick dip. Cousin's Salad Dressings, in the produce section at your favorite store, CousinsProducts.com. Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. You make me feel so young. Hello, yeah. Good to see ya. Good right. to see you once again, my friend. Oh, you don't know and never will. 
Why you would be my friendly. I need a taser. Friendly. I need a taser. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. Someone actually texted me saying, what's the number? Because you don't say it enough. I find that impossible to believe. I've been told that several times, and I feel like I say it in my sleep. But here it is again, 556-9696, five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six, if you would like to talk to us. So the person that, that texted just sent a picture of a cocoon. Okay, let's see. Let's see who it is. Who is it? Don the Gourmet Neighbor. All right. Hello. Don, I've you? given the number. I'm glad you used it. Hi. I know. It's because I'm driving and I forget. And, you know, the fives yeah. and the sixes, they all just kind of run into each other. Okay. Was that Kakutsa's? Yes, I just left my favorite place in the whole world, Dornax, <laughs> and they always have Kakutsa. Always. Oh. Did you buy one? Uh, say that again. Did you buy one? Yes, I bought two. <gasps> what are you going to do with it? I am going to cut it up and sweat it down with onions, tomatoes, garlic, parsley, and a little Italian seasoning. Okay. And then do you bake it after that, or is it just in, out of the skillet right onto the plate? No, I just take it right out of the skillet. You can serve it over the side of a pork chop or anything like that, chicken. It's a great, it's a great squash. It goes a long way. There's a lot of it. It cooks down pretty, you know, pretty quick, though. But it's good. Okay. It's delicious. I always buy them. I always buy. Okay. Well, you know, I've, so, I've only seen them once. And um, that's how I knew about Tom's story about his, you know, Mr. Kokutsa man. But um, I might have to go in and get one of those. A Kokutsa? A Kokutsa, yeah. You'll have a hard time finding no, it No, he just said that Dornax has them every year in the summer. They might have them in the summer. Oh. But, uh, well, yeah, I mean, well, this it's is a summer, summer vegetable. Summer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So yep. I want I want you to send a picture. Summer. I did. Of a kokutsa? I did. No, I want you to send a picture of what you do with it. I want to send I want to oh, of your oh, skillet okay. full of okay. tomatoes yeah. and um, yeah. Gotcha. 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 No okay. problem. No problem. So a couple of things. Um I you know, one meal that is just huh, that's so hard to do. And I'm in the wrong lane. That's always a fine thing to do. You better not be in the chicken lane. I'm in the turning lane, and hang on, I'm in front of Rouse's right around the corner from Henry. But, um... Did we lose him? Uh-oh. Hmm? <laughs> I'm afraid we might have lost Don. He might have had to pay attention to driving. Did we lose him? Oh, okay. Yeah, I told him to stay out of the chicken line, because if you're driving on, on the highway and you're in the right lane, and you're not paying attention, there's <laughs> a very good chance, no matter where you are, you're going to smack into some chicken line because, you know, they have them outside of um, Chick-fil-A. They have them outside of Popeye's with the poor chicken sandwich. And uh, it's not uncommon to be stuck in a line that you weren't expecting to be in. But if you're going a little fast and you don't pay attention to it, all of a sudden the cars are stopped for the chicken. Anyway, I hope he calls back because he's always got great stuff to say. He is Don, the gourmet neighbor, is the ideal food show listener. 
he is truly going out all the time and cooking all of the time. He is quite, I won't say obsessed with food, but he definitely lives the good life with food. Are you, are you back with us, Don? Yeah, yeah, my phone does a new trick every now and then. It likes to disconnect me for no good reason. So okay. that's what I was a little worried. I thought you might have been in a chicken line. No, no, no chicken line, no chicken line. So what I was saying was if there was one restaurant, and I don't know if you heard this or not, that would just, it's the quintessential New Orleans spot would have to be Mandina's. I mean, from the servers yeah. to the food to the neon right. lights to the location. You're right. You're right. That's where I bring it. You know, that is where it I'm. I'm not a Mandina's fan, so it's kind of off my radar. But yes, really? of course, you're right. What are you, what are you missing there? What, what, what you have there? Like? Yeah, I. I don't. What, what, I don't, don't know. I guess. I. I. I the fried seafood. Uh, is the fried seafood there good? I've never had it. What is it about Mandina's that you should get? Like, if, okay, so so I'm going to Mandina's for the first time. Tom is going to tell me first, and then let's get your opinion. Huge Done. seafood platter with lots and lots of uh, uh, spices and uh, sauces. Okay, so yep. if I, I'm going to Mandina's, I've got one visit at Mandina's. Mm -hmm. I'm going to order the seafood platter. Good idea. Is that right? That's not what I would order, but that uh, would be a good move. Okay, what would you order if you were going to Mandina's? Uh, I would be uh, looking around to see if they do have anything like that. But also, uh, I would be interested in some of their uh, uh, their uh, sauces and kind uh, of it's, it's a, a neighborhood stuffed eggplant. Stuffed eggplant. There's, there's a bunch of things in there. That's what about you, Don? What would you advise for a person going to Mandina's the first and only time? Well, so to start off with, the eggplant sticks are absolutely delicious. The onion rings are perfect. Um, turtle soup is great. Cup of gumbo is absolutely great. I agree with Tom. I love their seafood platters. Uh, they're usually very light, cooked fresh. Uh, you can tell the seafood's cooked in separate uh Separate fryers, nothing tastes the same. But if they have buster crab, fried soft shell buster crab on the menu, that is the thing to get. Delicious. Okay. okay. Yep. Liver and onion. Good to know. I, I think, I think, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I said they do liver and onions, they do blue plate. I mean, it's, it's like it was 50 years ago. Yeah. It's New okay. Orleans on a plate. Okay, so I think that I have never really given Mandina's a fair shot. So I think that I really need to, I need to go to Mandina's. You know, maybe I went to Mandina's when I was strictly never eating fried seafood again. Maybe that was it. Uh, unfortunately, mm -hmm. I've not kept to that, but I need to go back to that. How's your ketoing going, by the way? Oh, we got rid of that like a week ago. <laughs> did you did you gain your 12 pounds back uh, that you lost in a no. week okay I, I, I don't i don't know i hope not i don't i don't know but i just you know with, with everything that's going on i just sat back and said who gives a damn exactly you know? that's what my daughter and i have decided we need we need our chocolate to cope and that's it i'm that's just right. gonna get over it that's it but and, um, you know what you'll live it'll be okay
Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to say it because I, I talk about what a sucker I am all the time, and I don't need to reiterate what a sucker I am. But um, but I uh, I do believe that you can really lose some weight like really quickly uh, on that diet. But and you know what? Once you do it, it kind of causes you to think a little bit about other ways that you're eating. So it kind of sticks with you, even if you don't, even if you don't keep going with it in its strictest form. It kind of lingers with you. Do you think? Is he gone? Uh, I, I I couldn't hear. Oh, I lost him again. Okay, I I do think that once you once you go on a diet that's based on health and taking proper care of your body, and you see how much better you feel and look, you even if you do go back to eating some of the ways eating before. At least it's planted in the back of your head that you shouldn't be doing that. You may, now you may go ahead and override that, but at least it's something that you think about where you didn't think about it before. Anyway, I'm gonna have to. Okay, I'm gonna say I need to try Mandina's again. This is for not real. the one in Gretna. Is I mean not Gretna. The one on the there's, North Shore. There's one on the North yes. Shore, and there's one. Yeah. Uh, on uh, yeah. Canal now the one on the North Calabria. Shore has all the food of Mandina's and and it's got some of the vibe of it. You know it's interesting. The place on the North Shore is a pretty restaurant. It used to be something else. It's got very high ceilings. It's very much hipper. Uh it's got waitresses that are normal and not your typical Mandina's waitress and waiter and I'm not saying that in any derogatory way. I'm saying that that is the quintessential waiter slash waitress if you are going to a New Orleans joint basically. These are North Shore people. They don't have the accents and they're not, you know, they're not they're not in their sixties or anything. They're younger people. And so they th that loses some of that New Orleans charm in the translation. There's some of that that's lost. But you know, just by looking at the menu, the menu itself at the North Shore place and knowing that that's what you're going to get on the table, just the menu, the look of it, the dishes that are on it, it's immediately recognizable as Mandina's and it's charming in its own way. Does that make sense? Mm. Does that make sense? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, even though it doesn't look anything like Mandina's and it doesn't seem like Mandina's, um, the food is Mandina's and the menu is Mandina's, and you definitely can get that. But I'm talking about the full experience, because when I'm talking about places like this, it's an experience as much as food. And so um, I have to go back to Mandina's. That's, I'm, I'm committed now to going to Mandina's and, and sitting thing, there. And, Does they have good meatballs and spaghetti? I'll bet they do. We, this is an ed, uh, object that we never bring up. What's that? And it's not something, not a big deal one way or What's the other. What's that? Uh, but one of the things that man, uh, at, uh, Mandina's? Mandina, uh, it is that it is very inexpensive for the quantity of the food that they put in front of you. But it's also very good in especially the Italian dishes. They, is it, they, is it the Italian is what you quality want. Quality too? 
It's very quality. Quantity very and quality. Very quality. I forget what we, Mary Lee and I were joking about quantity and quality, and I forget. I'll have to ask her what that was because I don't want to forget that. That was pretty funny. It was quite by accident, but it was hilarious. Anyway, at the after the top of the hour break, we have Stan Meadows coming up, and he's going to be giving us a report on Colorado. We're going to leave New Orleans and go by. <laughs> Why? This is not far, about as far away from uh, New Orleans as we can. It's uh, he's been he's been traversing the country, and we're going to get an update from him. This is a New Orleans. Yes, yeah, but Tom, thing. you can't be exclusively um, not New exclusively. Orleans. Oh no, and and I I think but, it's a fun segment, and so do so does everyone else. <laughs> Five five six nine six nine six. If you want to talk to Stan when we come back, Tom, you'll be happy to know that we're going to be yeah. talking about Trinas, which is a New Orleans restaurant. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to they're going to give us an update on Trinas. Oh, so this is one that you you won't complain about because it, it's got a New Orleans tie, and we'll be talking about that too. So, but we're going to do that when we come back, and we'll be back to talk about all the other things. This is a show kind of about what's the quintessential New Orleans experience in a restaurant because every now and then I'm forced to really focus on that and uh, and last night was one such occasion and so we're, we're talking about that a little bit today anyway that is it for this hour we will be back after the top of the hour news right now for the Louisiana Radio Network Hey, this is Adam Schubert. Join me on the bench Sunday nights at 7 p.m. here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. Power. The men who run Amazon, Facebook, Apple, and Google were summoned to appear before a virtual antitrust hearing. During that hearing, Ohio Republican Congressman Jim Jordan says big social media companies are censoring conservative voices. I'll just cut to the chase. Big tech's out to get conservatives. That's not a suspicion. That's not a hunch. That's a fact. Oregon and the Trump administration say they have reached a deal for a potential drawdown in Portland of federal agents. Acting DHS Secretary Chad Wolf telling Fox News, though, they will only leave when they know those buildings are safe. We are not leaving Portland uh, until we are assured that that courthouse is safe and secure. The Oregon State Police will now be in charge of handling security at the federal buildings. This is USA Radio News. Extend your life with Extendivite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. John Hess, 5 out of 5 stars. Awesome. Probably my only review, but at age 40, I was getting bad heart throb and left arm pain, mainly before bed. I even stopped smoking and drinking sodas for a month, and that didn't work. After one day of taking Extendivite, it was gone and hasn't returned in three years. I've ordered Extendivite 13 times, so Amazon just said. Juliet Hordick. I've ordered this product before in liquid form. It is fantastic. My whole family's been on it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. U.S. energy consumption plummeted at the height of the national lockdown. And USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes has more on the story from Washington. 
Overall, U.S. energy consumption dropped by 14% during April as compared to a year earlier. It was the lowest monthly level since 1989 and the largest decrease ever recorded in the data that's been collected since 1973. The Energy Information Administration saying that declines for coal and oil were in line with lower energy usage around the globe as the pandemic was seizing up economies. Natural gas usage did buck the trend, increasing 15% in April because of the lock down as many people were home and there was increased residential consumption. President Trump is withdrawing troops from Germany. That number will go from 36,000 down to 24,000. Those 12,000 service members will be reassigned mostly across Europe. This is USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your Dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Reaction still coming in from a Supreme Court ruling that denied a petition from a church in Nevada that wanted to have at least 50% capacity during the coronavirus pandemic instead of the policy that limits church attendance, in-person church attendance, to 50 during the coronavirus pandemic. Mindy Robinson is a political commentator. She also ran for office in Nevada and also was behind recalling Governor Steve Sisolak in the state of Nevada. She says she never thought she'd see things happen like this in her state. Generally cloudiness with mostly dry conditions. Early morning tomorrow, 70s to about 80. Now tomorrow again, rounds of thunderstorms a possibility, if not likely, as we go to the midday and afternoon hours. Mostly clouds build back through the day. In the afternoon highs into the upper 80s. Rain chance going down. Finally, high pressure taking over, squelching the afternoon storms and also allowing more sunshine. Thursday, Friday, isolated if any storms, the highs beach day go to about lower 90s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Welcome back. It's the second chorus. I think that's how it works out of the food show here, uh, right in the middle of everything that makes you delicious and makes you think of what delicious really uh, is. And uh, love to have you with us. Get out of the blazing sunshine outside, which is oh intolerable. Uh, but that's okay. There are many, many places that can take care of your happiness, a lot of which have to do with uh, little breezes well, coming in. I hope one of them from, is the food show. Uh, oh, it's the, we, that's why we put show. it number one there. That's <clears throat> what I did. But anyway. Stan's going to make me happy. Stan's on the line. Stan is on Stan the line. Stan Meadows is on the line. He's going to make me happy talking about his trip Stan. out west. Hey, Stan. He hey, how are you already? doing? Doing great. Nice to have you here with us today. What's going on? Thank you for the pinto beans. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad that you got them. I'm getting, putting another uh, box of stuff together to send you to give to give away. 
Oh, good. That'll be fun. Colorado. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a beautiful day here. Are you still in Olitha? I am in Olitha. I'm here until next Tuesday. Um, okay. And then I'm headed up to, to Wisconsin. Uh, Wait, I Wisconsin? I thought it was Wyoming. Not, not Wisconsin, Wyoming. For the Wyoming okay. Fair. <laughs> um, okay. It's a little too far for me right now, Wisconsin. Went to the drive-in movie the other night. I found out that the, a farmer that owns the produce stand that I go to, she also owns the drive-in movie. And I asked if I could bring the motor home in there and then just stay all night. Uh, so <laughs> she, she was kind enough to let me do that. So I had a good time. Ate, ate some drive-in movie burgers. They've been in business 71 years with the same family. Um, you know what? I, I have to stop you and ask a question. I was under the impression that drive... Now, we're talking the big, giant screens, right? Yes. Okay. So I was under the impression that those were all gone. And if you travel out west, you can see those giant screens as relics of the past. And I was under the impression that five years ago or seven years ago, the last one of those closed in Pasadena. So you're saying that that information is incorrect, that this drive-in theater in Colorado has been in business nonstop, same family for 70 some odd years. Yes, 71 years, and it's okay. a star drive-in in Montrose, Colorado, about eight miles mm -hmm. from me, and then in Delta, Colorado, there's also a drive-in. No drive -in kidding. Show. Huh. And they're all okay. they're the same as when I was a kid. The only difference is you can now tune in the sound on your radio, so you don't uh, have to listen okay. to, the, to the speaker, uh, which uh -huh. is great. Which was great. Yeah, because really you used to have to have those boxes on the side of your window. Right. They still have those, yeah. but you don't have to use them. Well, in Colorado, so. Stan, that's not a problem. But in Louisiana, in the summertime, in a drive-in theater, those little, those little mosquito things, they were called pick, and they were just like this, this coil, this green coil of... I guess toxic insecticide that you would have to keep in your car along with your popcorn. Do you remember? Well, you you're you're not from here, so I'm sure people are shaking their heads. Yeah. Uh huh. No, I I I definitely know about those. That's one advantage to to living in a motorhome, and you take it to the drive-in movie. You got your air conditioning running. You got everything you need, <laughs> so you, you don't have to worry about all that. So it worked out good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was a little. Okay, so, so what did you see? I saw Footloose and Ghostbusters. Okay, uh, so this is like my fantasy. Not only is it a throwback to an era with a drive-in movie, but you're getting the movies of another era too, because the ones today are not worth seeing. So it's it's great that you can see these old-fashioned movies too. Oh yeah, it's just wonderful. I always recommend it, but. Uh, and she runs a nice produce stand. That's where I got some peaches from last week to work on my Wyoming State <laughs> Award-winning peach butter. Well, yeah, and then I found that uh, that they also do a Western open fire, open flame cooking contest. 
uh, with cast iron Dutch ovens. Uh oh. So, so I I decided one of the native plants, and actually it's a it's from the rose family. It's called a choke cherry in uh, Wyoming, and I'm gonna make a, a choke, choke what? Cherry, choke cherry. Let's spell that. C H O K E. C H E R R Y choke cherry. Oh, cherry, a choke cherry. Okay, yeah. okay. And it grows on like a small a shrub or a small tree. It's part of the rose family. It's very, very bitter until it finally becomes ripe and it turns uh, dark purple and black. Uh, hmm. And then that changes the taste profile on it. And so I'm going to make a choke cherry and rhubarb uh, cobbler. Oh, that sounds good. Um, on open fire, try to try to get a double header when that kind of stuff too. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're going to try to win two awards now. Yes, yes. Okay. And then, right. then the other award that I really wanted to enter, but uh, it's only for kids, uh, it's a rock village. And you take a minimum of 10 rocks and you paint the rock and make a village out of it and enter it for the blue ribbon at the state fair. Uh, Let the kids I'm, have something, Stan. I know. I've, I know. I'd feel bad because I probably <laughs> won that one too. Get a triple header. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm getting excited about the state fair. I know you are. We're excited to hear about it too. All right. So, what have you been doing besides going to the? Now, have you been? Have you been staying, like, instead of at the trailer park or wherever you hook up, instead of there, have you moved to the movie theater and that's where you are now? No, I just drove up the movie theater and then I went to, um, to Ure to the Hot Springs after that, spent the day in the Hot Springs down there. That's uh, nice. Yeah, I've been working a little bit on the motorhome. Uh, so I'm putting okay. new talk on it, trying to keep everything uh -huh. way it's supposed to be. Uh -huh. and, and, and my biggest situation in life is how much cinnamon, if any, am I going to put in the peach butter? I still haven't got that <laughs> down, but I'm working on it. So wait, are you making batches and batches and batches of the peach butter? Who's eating it? I, I'm tasting it, and I'm making, you know, I'm cooking about four or five peaches at a time. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a small and batch. It down, adding to it, yeah, very small batches. Uh -huh. uh, and then I'll start. I'll have to make a decision and start canning it next week. Can a few jars to take up there, okay. and then so I can concentrate on my choke cherry rhubarb cobbler <laughs> when I get there. Okay, so you're going to have your product already made when you enter it into the contest. You're not going to make it at the contest. Well, I'll, the peach butter will already be made and canned. Uh, and then the choke cherry rhubarb cobbler I'll make on, on site. Okay. So. Are they growing rhubarbs around there too? Or are you getting rhubarbs like at the regular store? You get rhubarbs at the produce stand. Uh-huh. Gosh, the produce stands sound like they're just loaded with everything oh they are they're amazing you're that's where those pinto beans came they've got those little one pound bags all the way up to 50 pound bags of them and they look oh, really? like yours yeah 
It's a very cool bag, I have to say. It looks very much like, which is a, a homegrown product from the West. You know. Yeah, it's a like co-op it. here in Olathe, and the co-op buys all the pinto beans from all the farmers, and then he processes them uh, and sells them out. So it's good for everybody. It's a good system to keep the yeah. keep the farmers keep the farmers alive. So the peaches are, are nice, too, because we're getting peaches here, but I'm sure the ones that you're getting right out of the orchards are good. Peaches are coming in great. They, they say it's because of the snow, the runoff from the snow irrigation. From uh -huh. it. And yeah. then they're starting to uh, harvest the, the sorghum. Well, they grow a lot of you. sorghum around here, too. I'll bet you it's fantastic. I'm jealous. All right, we're going to take a break, Stan. I hear you have some news on Trinas, too. When we come back, we'll talk about all that, okay? Very we'll good. be right back. 556-9696 five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six, if you want to talk to Stan or us. Give us a call. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils. Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger, if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. If you haven't been to the Brick Oven Cafe in Kenner, you're overdue. This is not northern Italian gourmet food. It's a basic, soul-satisfying pasta with red sauce and cheese bubbling over. New York-style pizza with a perfect crust and the toppings you love. It has a fresh update and a new wine list with some exciting wines. Go have a heartwarming Italian meal with a delicious red wine. You deserve it. The Brick Oven Cafe, Williams Boulevard at Veterans Highway, 466-2097. I get misty just holding your hand. Just want to mention that uh, Mimi's has lunch on Sundays from 11 to 3. That's kind of a new thing with them. It is not brunch. It's lunch. So go see them out there. As Tom says, best restaurant ever in St. Bernard Parish. We're back with Stan Meadows from Olitha, Colorado. Stan, in addition to traveling the country with his hound dog, LW. By the way, tell LW thank you for the beans, too. Um, is a partner in Trinas, the wonderful restaurant in the CBD. And uh, you have some news about Trinas, huh? Well, Do we? the only uh, news I had, Jim, was going to call in. He, he said he'd call in at 3.15. I don't know oh. if he got busy doing something. Uh, oh. But when I talked we, with him. We with, had them about a, a week and a half or two weeks. Yeah, it was like recently. probably like four or five weeks ago, time flies, yeah. but Jim Richard was on to give us some chef tips, which he did. You know, I was thinking about Jim. Um, I, I made uh, chicken paillard the other day, and I was thinking about Jim and his parsley tip, and that I wish that I had had some fresh parsley 
top of the chicken pie art. I did not, but I did think about his parsley tip, which I kind of often do. You are familiar with his parsley instructions, right? Yes, I am very yeah. familiar with his parsley <laughs> instructions. And he also has instructions for avocados and for most things that the chef would touch in a kitchen food-wise. Yes. Yes, he was very interesting, and I loved his tips. And uh, if he has other ones, he is always welcome to to uh, lend us, uh, well, not lend us, but to give us his little secrets if he wants to do that. Uh, so we'll just wait. Then you want to wait and talk to him about Trinas? Uh, yes, because I don't. You know, he, there's really no big update about about it except still waiting on seeing what the hotel's going to do and when business is going to come back. Uh, oh, I thought you had like a date or something, no? No, no, it's way too far from that, I believe. Okay, so uh, basically I, he was just going to call in and say, stay tuned for Trinas, it's coming back at some point. Pretty much, maybe give you a few surprises he's been working on, I don't know. Okay, okay. Well, we look forward to it whenever it's coming back, but uh, we miss it because it's a really, really good place. But anyway, if he calls in, we'll talk to him. And if not, then uh, then that, I was thinking that you had some breaking news about it coming at a certain day that we could start looking forward to it. So um, we'll just we'll just wait for more details as they come toward us. All right. So you're leaving on Tuesday. You said anything else that you've been doing that's really interesting in your search for a fresh, wonderful food that you can experiment with? You know, going to the hot springs, going to the drive-in movie. I drove back through the farms in in the, I guess it's most places in Mississippi, they call it the river bottom. I don't know what they call it here, where all the farmlands are. And it's just mm -hmm. beautiful back there. And then they're harvesting everything right now, uh, which surprised me. It seemed like it was a little bit early. Um, what else have they harvested that you want to get your hands on? And what are you going to do with it? Well, the, the thing that's interesting, and I'd like to see how they process it, is the sorghum that they're growing and how they make molasses out of it. I understand mm. it's very similar to what they do with sugar cane. So, yeah. Uh, that, that's interesting that, to me. How, how, I hate to sound ignorant, but how does sorghum grow? Well, I'm it's, looking at uh, park right Right next to a sorghum field. That's the, the next thing I was going to say. And it, <clears throat> it <clears throat> will remind you of the sugar canes yeah. during sugar season, but it has its own style entirely. So, so you wonder, Stan, you're wondering if they're going to process it the way we do with sugar cane? Do they, Tom? Do you, you know? You never know. Uh, for years and years and years at this time of year, well, let's say Thursdays, uh, in uh, that time of year, I was with Manresa Retreat House, and so I saw absolutely everything that came by in those big, yeah. big, huge. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we uh, do it in the winter in yeah. November. And it was, uh, and it was interesting. And it's different from day to day because they change all of the uh, documents, uh, not documents, the uh, the other items that uh, are get get into the. Uh, all of this uh, sweet stuff. Well, then they burn the sugarcane fields down. So do they do the they same can, thing but they with don't sorghum? Always. They don't always sorghum? do that. Not even in Sugar County. Uh, county. 
listen to me. Seems like they do. <laughs> it, it, they um, do for a lot of people, but uh, not everybody. Okay. So what, do they do the same sort of process, Stan, or are you just waiting to see what the process is? I'm, I'm waiting to see what the process is, see how okay. they do it. I've, I've been at the Stain's, uh, Stain's factory many times to see how they do the sugar cane, and I found that interesting. But, you know, this is yeah. the time of the year around here where the, I guess the fall crops, are they planted them, start to come out, like the berries that they have, the squashes. You know, they have tomatoes all year round. The melons are getting ready to come out. I heard the watermelons and honeydew melons are amazing due to the snow melt runoff irrigation is what they call so it. So you're making me want to go to Colorado in the summer just so I can see all the crops that are out there. Did you know right, this when you went, Stan? Was that one of the reasons that you wanted to go, or was this something that you discovered on the road? This was something I discovered. I pulled into uh, the RV park that we're staying at, and the guy said, you made it here just in time for the Olathe, Olathe Corn Harvest and Olathe Fair. Mm -hmm. And they canceled the fair, but that's when I decided I'd stay here for 30 days just mm -hmm. to check that out. So there are people who come in for this every year, and they stay at the at the park, and then they they enjoy the harvest every year. It's a yeah, big deal. A it's, it's largely become uh, uh, overdone by routine uh, uh, the way they do it now. It used to be all all people, mm -hmm. but it yeah. has gotten more mechanical. Well, it has to. Kind well, of has yeah. To. yeah, yeah, that would have to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, Stan. Like so, um, wait, what? Go ahead. They still pick the corn by hand. Oh, they do. They still pick the corn by hand. Not all of it. They don't. Well, because I've been no, just here, I've been just watching here in that Olathe. times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. in a small town they do. Uh, so well, you know, you can yeah, do that in a small town. No, that sounds yeah, like something I would. I'm gonna have to put that on my bucket list now to go out there for this wonderful harvest. Sounds like it's yeah. really something, you know. All right, so Tuesday you leave to make your way down to claim your prizes that you already know that you're going to win in the Wyoming State Fair. Do you know how many people are competitors with you? I have no idea, but I, okay. I, it's a big fair. It's the 107th year they've had it, I think. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. So, so everybody, it's not like a pre-registration thing. You just go there and you say, okay, I'm going to compete with this. Is that, is that the way it works? No, you have to send in a registration form. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. For it all. all. Right. Yeah, I think the okay. deadline's next week. I've already sent mine in, but they <laughs> they judge everything. They they have a they have a section where they judge people's tea towels. Where they make tea towels and rugs. Mm. Uh huh. Uh, okay. It's gonna be amazing. Have, send me some pictures, okay? I want to see some pictures of it. All right, so you're and Tuesday after you do Wyoming State Fair. I mean, you're moving on Tuesday, and then the fair is actually when. The fair starts on the 11th. Okay. Uh, but I'm gonna be there the 8th because they, they have actually they have a motorhome park on the fairgrounds, and I want to be there to get a space because they're first come first serve, mm -hmm. and I want to watch okay. them set up and make some friends. Okay. Now, yeah, you are going to make some friends, I'm sure. So you're going to be there in the in the fairgrounds, and then the fair lasts for how long? Five days. Five days, okay. And then are you moving from Wyoming at that point, or you're just going to stay in Wyoming somewhere? I'm probably going to go up to Yellowstone 
and spend a week checking out Yellowstone. And then actually the, the week after that in Montana is the Choke Cherry Festival. And if they have it, I'm probably going to go to that. Wow, Stan, you are definitely making the rounds. Jim is on the line. Do you think he, let's, let's see if he can give us a report in just a minute or two, because that's all the time we have. So let's go to Jim Richard. Jim, come on in. Hey, how's hey. everybody doing today? We're good. How about you? We've been thinking about you all day. <laughs> that's very kind of you. That's very kind. Or at least for about the last 15 seconds, and I'll take that any time I can get it. <laughs> I was telling Stan that I thought about you the other day because I made chicken paillard, and I wanted to have some fresh parsley to put on top because now you've planted that in my brain that I need to put fresh parsley on everything, but I didn't have any. It was still good anyway. But I just want to let you know oh, what you an impression you made on me, Jim. Well, thank you very much. And don't give up. Buy the parsley. Get the little plant. Grow it outside your window. It's easy to do. Great flavor. I okay. actually was... The parsley the man. Was, okay. Uh, We've only got a minute or two. Though. What's about Trinas? Okay. What's going on with Trinas? Well, Trinas, you know, we're still uh, following the hotel's lead on uh, food and beverage operations. Things are a little bit slow and them being a much larger and wiser company where we are following their lead. They're waiting um, a little bit till occupancy grows uh, before they begin food and beverage operations. And they are also uh, not expecting us to do anything until, uh, till they pull the trigger as well. With that said, my, our wonderful team, you know, we were able to get some PPP money and our wonderful team has stuck together and we still have a weekly meeting and, uh, and, and are getting ready. We're very, very hopeful to see if the NFL will start on Monday night in September on that first game in September. And, uh, and so that, that's a possibility opening date or otherwise, okay. as, as from far back, we've been shooting for about, uh, you know, beginning or middle of October, but it's not set yet. Okay. Because, you know, I mean, I don't know what your arrangement is with the hotel, if you have to march in lockstep with the hotel, but I think there are a lot of locals who love Trinas enough that you could, you know, you could fight it out along with the other ones that are fighting it out. You know what I mean? Well, we certainly could, and we're getting close to that point. I appreciate that saying, and I don't know, you know, you may have a better uh, a better idea from your callers of uh, the desire level to go to a restaurant in New Orleans. They are extremely passionate. The amount of support from people like the ones who listen to this show and everyone else is is high. I mean, I I, I talked. We talked to a restaurateur the other day, and I was gobsmacked at how much uh, he is doing um, a day in uh, two restaurants: one on the West Bank and one um, in Metairie. Uh, I'm just gobsmacked. Now, it's not as highbrow as Trinas, but, I mean, people are out there eating. They are, you know. So, anyway, I, we're not, we're not going to throw you out just now. Can you hang on for a minute? We have the news break, and then we can come back and finish talking a little bit more, okay? Certainly. Thank you so much. We'll be back with Jim Richard and Stan Meadows from Trinas and Stan from all over the country now. We'll be right back at, after the bottom of the hour news. 
Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Matt Doyle. The state's unemployment insurance trust fund is nearing depletion after historic levels of need following the pandemic shutdown. Because of that, Governor John Bell Edwards is calling on Louisiana's congressional delegation to consider funding the trust as part of the next wave of COVID economic stimulus. It would be awfully helpful to Louisiana and to every other state, most importantly to workers and to businesses, if there's assistance for states for the unemployment insurance trust funds to make sure that those are shored up. And we've now seen two straight days with COVID case counts below 2,000 after dealing with average case counts clear over 2,000 all of last week. That recent slowing in case growth has Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser confident that fall football can proceed in Louisiana. Can't imagine uh, this state or this country without getting through this Mm -hmm. in the next several months. He also added he's meeting soon with the Sugar Bowl Committee and is committed to holding the bowl game in New Orleans at the start of next year. LouisianaRadioNetwork.com. I'm Matt Doyle. Are you a Louisiana small business? State Treasurer John Schroeder here. I believe small business is the backbone of Louisiana's economy. If you're struggling to stay afloat during this pandemic, the Louisiana Department of Treasury is here to help. With the Main Street Recovery Grant Program, you are not alone, and you can apply for this grant for your business today. You support our workforce, Louisiana and we support you. The Louisiana Main Street Recovery Grant Program. Support when you need it. Apply now at louisianamainstreet.com. Okay, pump is going. I should go in and get some lotto tickets. I'm taking care of that. I'm filling out our numbers for lotto right now from my phone. Yeah, right. I thought you were Mr. Technology. I have the lottery's new mobile app. Wait, the lottery has a mobile app? Yeah, you can create and save your own digital placelips, as many as you like. Then just scan the phone at the register and out comes your tickets. Oh, man. You can also check your tickets to see if you're a winner. Nice. Get the new Louisiana Lottery mobile app. Simply download the app wherever you see the QR code. Must be at least 21 to purchase. There's a new restaurant in the Warehouse District offering the fresh and fun flavors of the Caribbean and delicious tastes of New Orleans. Nola K features the best of both regions with dishes like tuna ceviche, red curry shrimp, freshly shucked oysters, cumin spice strip steak, and desserts like caramel flan, tres leches, and key lime pie. And signature cocktails like the Bloody Jerk using their house-made mix. Nola K, 898 Barone at St. Joseph, nolak.com. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. True, true, true. We are back with Stan Meadows and Jim Richard. Stan has been calling us every week from his long, long trip on the road as he explores the United States in the West. And Jim Richard is the, you're the corporate chef for, for word of mouth, right? I am. I'm the owner as well. Okay. All right. So, um, well, I know you have like a, a several of you that are in various partnerships, but um, but you are in charge of the the food that comes out of the kitchen at all of the restaurants, right? Yes, I mean, ma'am. Myself and okay. uh, I've got a great partner, Chef Todd Meisner, as well. It's on our team. Okay. We have a, a really fabulous team. Okay. All right. So I just wanted to, uh, in closing, I mean, we don't have a lot more time, but um, I just wanted to say that there, we talk every day to people who report about, about uh, where they've been eating and restaurants have closed and opened and closed again and opened and it's just like a day-to-day kind of thing, and that's just kind of the way it is. I don't know what it's like in Florida. Is it the same principle in Florida? 
A little bit. Where where we are, we're still we're on right on the beach road, 30A, and and our tourist business is pretty vibrant. It's taken a a little bit of an up and down bounce. Um, you know, depending upon the news that comes out that week, but uh, we're we're blessed to be over here and really to keep our company operating and give us the ability to come back and reopen in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to that. And um, and there are a lot of people who are still out there eating just like they were before. And if they're not in the restaurant, they're picking it up. So we are a big eating city here, as you know, and uh, are anxious to keep doing that. So just a thought. Well, we're, we're very excited to get Trinostri open. As I said, my team is... Uh, just waiting to go and it can be devastating for a business to try to open and close especially close and then yes. reopen and then yes. close again can, yeah. it, there's such a huge financial toll it takes to go through that process yeah i don't know how they're doing it but there are a number of them who have done it and i'm i'm amazed that it's like a, it would seem to me that you put gears in motion and then to have to reverse them and then start them over again seems like a lot, but I think everyone's just trying to do the best they can do, you know. Anyway, all right. Well, keep us abreast of what's happening, and uh, when you have some sort of firm date, we'd love to hear it. That sounds great. I'll, uh, I look forward to, to speaking to you again and coming back on to giving you Yeah, I want you to come back on because Stan said that you, you've got all kinds of tricks up your sleeve, things to do with avocados and everything that you work with. So, I, I mean, you know, based on your profound impact that you had with your parsley tips, I would love to have you come back. I would be happy to anytime, anytime. Right. Stan knows where to get me. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Stan, good luck. Good luck in your in your venture. I'm, I'm excited for Stan. He's going to win something because you guys win everything whenever you're in it. Yeah, are you helping him, Jim? Are you helping him at all with with the recipe? No, I'm not, but I'm sure that he's already winning. I'm positive of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he sounds like he is. He's got. Oh, if there was a prize, he'd have it spent already. <laughs> That's exactly right. He's confident. What can you say? He's on the road, having fun. He's definitely yeah. winning. I know. I love it. It's really exciting. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. Stan, we'll talk to you next week. Jim, we'll be back in touch to get you back on, okay? Thank you so much. I look forward to it. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Stan. Thanks. All right. That's our friends from Trinas and um, the Word of Mouth restaurant group. For those people who are not familiar, Trinas is part of a group of restaurants that started on the uh, – Gulf Coast on 30A, Stinky's Fish Camp is the flagship. And they have a taco place and they have Stinky's Fish Camps at other cities around around the country. And Trinas is a standalone restaurant in the group. And we want it back as soon as possible. They have great char-grilled oysters there. We were talking about char-grilled oysters at lunch today. And, uh, and Trinas has a those are some of your favorites, aren't they, Tom? The Trinas char-grilled oysters, oh, some of your that's, favorites? That's the best. They are terrific. Yeah. Can't stop eating them. Yeah, they have a bunch of different kinds, too, don't they? They do. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, 566.
I'm sorry, 5569696. I'm giving out the wrong number. And I'm going to try to do better by giving out the number. I don't think that makes a whole lot of difference, or it hasn't thus far, but I hope that we can get some more people to call us, because that's what we are here for, to talk about food. <clears throat> we were talking earlier about the quintessential New Orleans dining experience, and uh, and we had pretty much gone through that. I'm trying to think of any place else that I would put on that list, but... Um, but I've had some great experiences, and so have you, Tom, around town dining. Some of your very, very favorite experiences probably goes back to the old Sazerac. Your restaurants that you, that you loved are pretty much in the past, though. Like the Sazerac was one of your all-time favorites. They're doing pretty any, well, the, any, the Sazerac, any, anyway, considering that it has to go through the hotel. The you're talking about Trinas. Okay, yeah. Sazerac's long gone, and Tommy has even retired, but some of the other places that you've had pretty spectacular meals, <clears throat> are those? Are any of them still around? Yeah. Well, what would they be? Well, Mr. the uh, uh, Sazerac is still there. No, Sazerac is not still there. Oh, well, then it's a recent uh, bump, bump. Well, there's the Sazerac House, if that's what you're thinking of. The Sazerac House is a, uh, is a it's not a bar, it's like a museum, but they do have tastings and things like that but um you're you're thinking about tommy andrade who has then become you know he's retired now yeah but he he started tommy's and was with irene's before that that's another one that's a really good restaurant but that one's closed for a while i think it i think it is probably really I don't, I don't know how, I mean, I don't run a restaurant, so I don't know, but it is sort of surprising to me to hear that restaurants have come and gone and closed and open again. Usually when they do close, it's very briefly because there's been a close encounter with it, and so they close for a week or 10 days and then come back and open again, but I, would, I wouldn't consider that a full-time closure. I mean, some of the restaurants have closed and and incredibly opened again, and then a month or two later closed again. It's been it's been a very up and down kind of thing. Let's just say that yeah, five five six true. nine six nine six is the number. All right, I'm going to. I was going to say we're going out to dinner tonight. Oh, good. And um, I was thinking that maybe we should try Mandina's, but I just have to work myself up to it. I have to work myself up to a big pile of fried seafood. Oh. Like, like I was talking to Don, <clears throat> the gourmet uh, neighbor, a little while ago. And I was talking about diets that you go on and how they sort of last and linger in your mind because usually a diet that's a very intense diet like keto or the one that I'm familiar with, the flush, where you, you're trying to flush out your kidneys, those are things that you you get you get the tar of you when you read what you should be doing and why you should be doing it. So then it kind of permanently scars you for certain kinds of foods. Although I have to say, in COVID, I have completely thrown all of that out the window, and I am eating more bread, just like bread, than I have eaten in years, which is so bad. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Wow. I'm still losing weight some kind of way. <laughs> well, 
we're not going to go into a deep explanation of that, Tom, but I will say this. You are absolutely shrinking. You are the incredible shrinking man. I will say that. Tom, we have to get Tom some new pants. The ones that he was wearing are literally, and, literally falling to the ground. And some... <laughs> yeah, all kinds of things. All kinds of things we have to fix for Tom. All right, five five six nine six nine six. We're going to go ahead and take a break, and we will be right back after these messages. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. Bistro Orleans, it's back with its familiar classic New Orleans cuisine in a casual setting serving only Louisiana oysters and always wild-caught Des Almonds catfish. And the seafood boat, Carnival Time Lounge, has happy hour Wednesday through Friday. Bistro Orleans is open daily for lunch at 11, dinner Wednesday through Sunday. Bistro Orleans, 3216 West Esplanade in Metairie, 304 one four six nine. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are never what they seem. They are not. Believe me, they are not. Let's go to Dotsie. Hi, Dotsie. Haven't heard hey, from guys. you in a while. I'm sorry, you all sound kind of depressed today. Okay. <laughs> We need to get, we need our mouths to get going, okay? And I just heard your Bistro Orleans. I live right across the street from there, and I think I'm going to go to them first. Good. They they have the oyster boat there. This is ridiculous. This is all political, and we need to just stand up and say, you know, we are New Orleanians, and we live by our mouths, and we're (sighs) sick of you. And just (laughs) sweep them aside and say, you're crazy. Nobody's getting sick. Like 150,000 people died in the country, in a 330 million person country. This is ridiculous. We're being played. Okay. So I know you don't want to talk about that stuff, but. Oh, no, I really do. I really do. I just can't. We need to. (laughs) I really do. I just can't. Because I was a waiter. I lived on my daily tips. I couldn't live like this. I don't. My house goes out these people. I'm retired now from other things. But um, these people are living. They're they're dying. And we live by our mouths. This is enough. Enough's enough. New Orleans has to put a stake in the ground and just say, we're taking it back. This is absolute BS. 
Okay, Nobody you're gonna make Tom dying. so nervous he's gonna he's gonna shrivel up some more. It's it's gotta stop because no, we're well, okay, people Dotsy, I would love to talk to you. I would love to, but but I can't. So so hang on and and have tell Henry how oh I think I do have your email from something else. I'm gonna look for it. But yeah, we could definitely have a great conversation off the air. We can't have it on the air, unfortunately. But uh we promised everyone that because this is so pervasive and in your face everywhere all of the time that the two hours that we do on the show is a checkout time from all of that. So we, we, we really, don't you, don't you think we ought to stick to that? Did she hang up? Are we on the air? No, 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 no. I agree with you, but, but we can't, you know, we can't let politics override New Orleans. New Orleans yeah. lives by its mouth. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, too, it's too long to get into in a five-minute conversation. So I'm going to look for your number. I'll call you. We can rant together, okay? Okay. <laughs> we'll rant, I, I hear we'll rant off the air. Yes. But anyway. I, I feel bad because you sound depressed today. I'm sorry. I, t I tuned in late. I had a whole lot of stuff on my plate because of this insanity. And Go I have a big, fat oyster boat or a big, fat seafood boat at Bistro Orleans. Because we were talking about we were talking about the place, you know, did anyone is anyone still doing the boats, you know, with the hollowed out bread oh, and the big Yes, they do. That's they're oh, like the only oh, okay. ones who are. Then they're they're definitely they're definitely my first place. Oh, yeah, go God. get a yes, they're definitely my go first get place. a big a big seafood boat and indulge yourself tonight at Bistro Orleans. All right. Probably not tonight, but pretty soon, because I'm yes. really sick of this. I'm really, yes. really sick of this. And I didn't know, because, you know, because of politics, we don't know out here whether the little school barn will let us go out to restaurants. <laughs> but um, it is, you know, if she lets me go out, that's going to be my first place. Okay, well, my if you hear of some March, let me know. I'm in. All right. Okay, sweetie. Okay. Right. But let's. Hang Thanks. on, because we live by our mouth, and this has got to stop. It's got to stop. All right. Okay. Go have a drink, Dotsie. I'm going to go have some chocolate. <laughs> five, five, six, nine, six. Oh, wait. Dot is Dotsie still there? Is she gone? Hello? Oh, you're still there. Okay. Well, now yeah. you tuned in late, so I'm going to ask you this, since you are a passionate diner in New Orleans, if I can get you off of your rant for a second. And get back onto the, the the rules of the show here, the non-controversial. So, um, we were talking about. I got a text after the show yesterday about places that um, that a friend who is a restaurateur could take some people for one meal in New Orleans, and he wanted seafood, and he wanted traditional New Orleans dishes because it was like their one bang to show them New Orleans. And so I, I was, you know, I had to think about that for a second and places that we would recommend that has the whole package. So I gave him a list of Jack Dempsey's, 
Mosca's, yeah. which I that's shouldn't have because that's an iconic place that if you have more, like I wouldn't, if you're doing a one night stand in New Orleans, you know, food wise anyway, um, you would go to, you know, someplace probably other than that, although it's a very cool place and I've just had it on my mind lately. Um, I told them the galley in on Metairie Road and they wound up at station six which was very atypical, very good, but atypical. So if you had that question posed to you, what would you say? Don, the gourmet neighbor, called up and said, Mandina's, hello. Well, is Mandina's, I mean, are they, are they doing their same uh, hours and all? Mandina's is wonderful. Yeah, well, well but, that's... You know, because, we, because we know all this New Orleans stuff, we know it differently from other people. Like, because maybe a neighborhood place might be better, um... If they really wanted, you know, it depends on what they look for. The, the whole package, atmosphere. you see. I gave him. I put risottos on the list, which is not really exactly what he was thinking of, and a couple of places in the French Quarter because he's kind of a gourmet restaurateur, and they think upscale, and so. But but upscale. Sure, but I, is Antoine's even open now? No. You know, is I'm what? Thinking, I'm thinking way way back to my childhood. You know, of course, I is what to open. Is Antoine's open? I don't know. Wait, is, I'm sorry, I'm still not hearing. Antoine's. Oh, Antoine's, no, Antoine's is, Antoine's is not open? open right now. But okay, Antoine's so isn't that. really, you know, Antoine's isn't yeah, really what I would. high end, you can get anything yeah. you want, you know. How yeah, about, and quirky, um, How too. about, um, oh, gosh. Um, oh, let's see. The one on um, Uptown. Oh, gosh, I can't think of the name of it. Um, Don't say Dean. the one with the barbecued uh, shrimp. Barbecued shrimp. Oh, Commanders? No. Uh -uh, the oh, Pascal's Manali. Right yeah, we did say yeah, Pascal's Manali. We did. I we mean, did say Pascal's. Nobody's going to be unhappy there. Exactly. Yeah. If they're yeah. open. But Henry, have you been to Pascal's Manali? I have not had the opportunity, no. Okay, that's on your list too, Henry. On the list. Oh, Get your notebook fantastic. out. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, also um, something small, and I didn't even know if they're open. But I actually used to work at um, uh, the Pepper Mill, which has like everything you'd possibly want. Fabulous. Food. Yeah, but I don't, but I don't really open. think of the Pepper Mill as being a scene like a New Orleans oh, scene. You know what I mean? They've got good seafood there. Oh, no, yes, no, indeed. I know they do. I'm, I'm not quibbling with the food. It's, it's you know, it's a Metairie restaurant in a. A strip mall. I know, you know, it's it's right. It doesn't it doesn't fit your your thing, but it, it really is good New Orleans Italian food. No, it is. No, I, I look. I'm, and they've they've done a re they've done a reno there. Have you been since they opened again? No, I haven't. That's the trouble. I don't. I don't know. I don't even if they're open. How about Big no, they Orleans? Are. They're fabulous. They're that's a very yes. nice. Yes, it's they a are very pleasant. You know, it's not it quite upscale but it's still right. kind of white tablecloth and yeah it's, it's uh, everything you want yeah yeah i'm glad you're right across the street so they glad to be able to say that they're open again my sponsor they they are very good yes agreed, agreed. and it's convenient you got good parking and they've got anything you could want that's right. They absolutely do. And they were the first ones to, uh, in around town, to be bringing back the Des Almonds catfish. So, 
that's that's something right there. You know, I'm glad that they started oh, that trend to bring back that. Yeah. Wild caught. Okay, yeah. They're definitely my first on my list. Not tonight. Okay. But well, good. Good. All right. Okay, Dottie. Um, I wish I could say anything other than hang in there. Actually, there's plenty more I could say, but I can only say hang in there right here. <laughs> I know. I know, Marianne. God bless you. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> All right. Um, well, she was fired up. And I mean, I think we maybe do sound a little depressed today. Henry, do we sound depressed today? No, you sound energetic as always to me. Oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> good. I'm glad that, we're, uh, that we don't sound depressed to Henry because he listens to us every day. Okay, so today, I, I wanted to mention this, today is National Chicken Wing Day. I know that's one of your favorite food items of all time, Tom, <laughs> chicken wings. You know, I never eat those. As a matter of fact, I had an opportunity to eat them the other day at um, Anchor. I went to Anchor, and um, they were hot chicken wings. They were smoked chicken wings, and they were hot chicken wings, and then they had a crab boil version of the chicken wings. And I tried the hot, and they were so hot, I could practically see stars, so I only ate just a little tiny bit of that. But I find that chicken wings are like chicken, which sounds ridiculous to say, but it is true, that the chicken wings that are being served most places are grotesquely bloated to where a little chicken drumette then becomes almost the size of a full chicken leg. Am I the only person that finds that? Um, our daughter was uh, with someone for about five years and he was really high on uh, buffalo wild wings. And Tom was horrified that she would ever go to Buffalo Wild Wings because, you know, that's not a Tom kind of place. But that was, you know, the guy was a guy's guy and they did that and so she would go with him. But I'm trying to think of any place that I have actually ordered chicken wings lately or in the last umpteen years and I can't think of them. There was this time we, about a year ago, our son was in town with his wife who is um, very health and um, fitness conscious. And she, um, she was with us at the Chimes. <laughs> she was so mortified to be at the Chimes to begin with that at one point, she ordered chicken wings, and everyone at the table, their jaw dropped to hit the table, and she goes, look, if you can't beat them, join them. So she ordered the chicken wings. They were not really good. She wound up not finishing them, but she's like the kind of person that gets a kale salad every place, and just the idea of her ordering chicken wings makes me crack up a year later. But um, that was the last time that chicken wings came to a table that I was sitting at before before um, this last week. And uh, I just, I don't know, I'm just not a, a huge fan of chicken wings. I would like them if they were smaller, but they're not smaller. They're bloated, and they're, uh, generally speaking, just not very good, which is a pity because I used to really like them, and they can be good if they're fried. 
I think WOW, when, when WOW first opened about, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, I know the kids were little, and they would, they would just fry the wings, and then they would have them in sauces. They had all these great sauces. And I thought it was a really great idea. And, um, and so I, I was intrigued. I was intrigued that um, they, they were changing their business model a little bit, and now they've changed the, uh, the whole format of the cafe, and the food is much it's not so much chicken wings anymore, but those were good chicken wings. They were not super bloated. They tended to be a little bit smaller. But uh, the idea that there is a national chicken is, that there is a national chicken wings day is uh, is cool because everyone does like their chicken wings, especially guys and football. Especially guys in football. All right, this is the time at which we say goodbye and uh, tell you that we have the website, which is nomenu.com. That's n o m e n u.com. We have our Instagram. We have a newsletter that you can sign up for that comes out twice a week. It's full of information, it's got a lot of vintage Tom pieces in there. And uh, pretty much who's opened and who's closed, and um, all the in, all the information that they have. Also, um, they we have our Instagram, which is at the New Orleans Menu. I do a uh, podcast all of myself, which is called Emmy the Story Lady, and uh, it's classic children's books being rewritten. Well, they've been rewritten, and I read them. This is for your kids and grandkids who might be bored in the COVID world that we live in now. And last but not least is Tim McNally coming on right after this show. And that is uh, the Dying Wine and Spirits show. So stay tuned for that. And um, that's all we have. We will see you tomorrow, same time, with uh, the grocery goddess Nicole Dorignac. Good night, everyone. Four o'clock. Join me, Mitch Gibbs, every Monday and Wednesday live at noon for New Orleans Today on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. Package. President Trump telling reporters that both sides are far apart. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin is advocating for direct stimulus payments to Americans and extensions to the eviction moratorium. The Treasury Secretary also saying... Well, we're looking at a deadline, obviously, of this Friday. The President's very focused on... Uh, and other the CEOs of America's top tech companies are on Capitol Hill testifying. Among the issues being discussed include anti-conservative bias on social media, along with antitrust issues. Among those testifying, Apple's Tim Cook and CEO of Amazon Jeff Bezos and Republican Congressman Louis Gohmert of Texas test positive for COVID-19. This is USA Radio News. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've been on this balance of nature for quite some time now. I know that what you put in your body is critical to your health. I listen to AM radio out of Dallas, and you have these people on there witnessing about the differences made in their life. Now, all these people aren't lying about this. I hadn't even had as much as a cold since I've been taking this, and I'm telling you, my energy level has increased unbelievable. So I'm impressed with it.
Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. Police across the country are mourning after the loss of one of their own. With the details, here's USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes in Washington. The Chicago Police Department's in mourning after a newly promoted deputy chief appears to have committed suicide. Police Superintendent David Brown announcing the death of Deputy Chief Dion Boyd after he was found dead yesterday morning of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound in the Holman Square Police Facility on the city's west side. I, along with the entire Chicago Police Department, grieve the loss of Deputy Chief Dion Boyd, a respected command staff member and 30-year veteran of the department. Former Vice President Joe Biden's campaign is declining requests to have Biden sit down with Fox News' Chris Wallace, who we all remember grilled President Trump earlier this month. Biden did take a few questions from reporters on Tuesday, although it had been nearly a month since he last did that. You're listening to USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Ralph Brennan's Ralph's at the Park continues to create memorable dishes from talented chef Chip Flanagan and an inspired owner. Every dinner is discounted, as are the wines from an award-winning list. Order before 4 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. Pick up at the curb. Take home a classic New Orleans dining experience. Check out the website with current menu at ralphsonthepark.com, 504-488-1000. Ralph's on the Park, 900 City Park Avenue in Mid-City. Hi, this is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. Well, overnight tonight, rain chance trails off, 70s to near 80. Sunshine for the morning to partly cloudy, partly cloudy with a possible ice-thinned afternoon thunderstorm. Going to be a little hotter, too, with the more sunshine goes to lower to mid-90s. The feel like temperatures near 100. Friday is more of the same, mostly dry to late in the day with a possible storm or two coming around late in the day on into early Saturday. Friday, Saturday's highs of lower 90s. Widely scattered showers and thunderstorm Sunday with a high of near 90. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits. For more information, visit cdc.gov.
Welcome to the New Orleans Dine, Wine, and Spirits Show, your daily opportunity to hear what's going on in the world of beverage and dining in New Orleans and around the world. Your host is Tim McNally. Tim welcomes your phone calls and your questions. Call 504-556-9696. Now, here's your host, Tim McNally. All right, good afternoon. I don't want to waste any time because uh, the guest tells me that he's a little tight on time right now, and I, I want to get all we can out of Christian Sonier, New Orleans and Company. Christian, welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks for having me, Tim. Always a pleasure, sir. Christian, the program that we're going to talk about right now annually, culinary, could not come at a better time for New Orleans. No, that's right. We, we weren't sure if the restaurant community was going to be able to, to do it, frankly, but we surveyed them and we're, we're happy that they were able to be able to participate. So this year we have 61 restaurants participating. And I'm happy That's to about tell you normal, about. isn't it? That's what we usually get, isn't it? About, we, get, we go about 60, somewhere in there? Well, it keeps increasing each year. This, this program has become beloved. And uh, this year, 61 is about half as many as we had last year, which we're, we're pleased with, considering all that we're oh, up against yeah. right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is so important. Uh, Christian, give us the nuts and bolts of culinary, please. Well, culinary historically ran throughout the month of August, and it was an opportunity for locals and people who live nearby to dine at restaurants that were offering really good deals. Um, the deals are the same this year. It's two and three course prefix lunch menus for $20 or less, and then three course dinner and brunch menus for $39 or less. So we've left it up to all the restaurants to come up with their, um, their menu selections, but there are a few new features this year. Because of COVID, we had to adapt um, and, and make some other services available. So this year we're offering not only dine-in, but delivery and takeout for the same prices that I just mentioned, plus we're including counter service restaurants, which we hadn't before, and we're extending the program beyond the month of August. So it starts Saturday, August 1st, and goes through September 13th. So it's a six-week program. And historically, Christian, first of all, August has always been the month where we were not getting visitors, and so it gave locals a chance to go out and enjoy their own city uh, with special pricing uh, historically. But, of course, we're not getting visitors at all this year. So the key to this, as I see it, is that locals must go out and support their restaurants because there's nobody else around that's going to do it. I think it's critical. You, you nailed it. Um, we did that. We started this program 14 years ago to get our restaurants through the slump of August and August is still our slowest period, August and September, but you, you compound the slow summer months with the pandemic and our restaurants are really struggling. So volume has always been low. Visitor volume has always been low this time of year, but it's especially no low now considering the pandemic. So we have to, we, as, as locals, as residents who love our restaurant culture, have to do all that we can to support our restaurants in, in what I would call their greatest time of need. Yeah, I think you, you've hit it, and that, that is so darn important. And the fact that culinary has been expanded to delivery and takeout means that if you're still kind of a little skittish about going to a restaurant, 
the restaurant can get you its fare at a great price, and you have no excuse now not to take advantage of this program. That's exactly right. And and you just you touched on something that I want to emphasize. Th- these restaurants have already been through it, right? I mean, they're bending over backwards to adjust to the almost weekly changes in what they can and can't do. And they have done all that they can to make dining in and picking up takeout and delivery as safe as it can possibly be. So they're adhering to all of the phase two guidelines to make sure that their their guests and their workforce remain healthy. And they, they're asking that the patrons who participate in culinary this year also comply with phase two guidelines, meaning wear those face masks, socially distance yourself from your, your neighbors, and uh, and and wash hands often. And the more that we can all do this, the sooner we can get back to normal um, life and work in New Orleans. Wouldn't that be a treat? Um, I'm looking at your list now, which is on.